you like some shitty players to podcast about a game they're not good at? What's up, DigiDestin? Thank you for listening to the Security Check Digimon TCG podcast. Make sure to join the Cataclysmic Cardboard Discord server via the link in the description. And now, let's jump into the digital world. Round one. Hey. Speaking of round one, uh, how many times did you guys play against each other today? Uh, today was a... Today was an off day. Um, only three of us showed up, so they couldn't fire a tournament. Uh, we yeah. played some, we played some casual matches, and they gave us uh, they gave us a pack and some promo packs for just showing up. So it was pretty chill of them, pretty cool of them. Yeah. Wait. Who was the uh, other person that showed up? Uh, is that oh. Cool? Wyatt. Yeah. That's the dude that was playing Shout at the... No. Blackboard Raymon. Oh, okay. Yeah, the last time the last time that we went to a yeah, tournament against him. playing Blackboard Raymon. Oh, we have a viewer with lots of questions named Nightmares. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Thank you, viewer, that we have never met before a day in our life. What is your question? Uh, we've also got Vertigo from my TikTok. I'm pretty sure he's in the Discord. Tabalt's in the uh, live. What does this do? So you guys got some test game? Just got some test games in today? Yeah. yeah. He he was testing out uh, four great dragons, and I was testing out blue flare. One of those decks, I think, like one of those decks was more superior than the other, and I will let you guys guess which one that was. <laughs> it definitely wasn't Mega Zoo. Hey, I mean, you won't know unless you try it, right? Right. Now the deck, like, it's got to hit its pieces. But if it hits its pieces, it's fire. So I've just got to work on some ratios. But I 100% have faith in this deck. From the games that we played and the games that I watched you play against Wyatt today, it looked like, like I could see the potential. There were a couple of games, especially against Wyatt, where you got your you got your engine going. And you're kind of running away with it. Mm -hmm. uh, Tabalt wants to see the trial deck. So you have to post it up in Discord. Okay. Let me uh, finish this match real quick and I'll build the deck on IO. I'm going to post the version I tweaked it to when I got home. I just upped some ratios and got rid of some bulk that, uh, I don't know. And I'm still working on ratios. I'm trying to work. I can't decide if I want to keep Venusmon as a two of or if I want to swap Venusmon for made mode.
I haven't even seen the deck, so I couldn't tell you. It's definitely a deck, let me tell you. <laughs> Mikey said he's going back to red. Uh, yeah, yeah, I could uh, see that. Uh, he played, he played his jelly deck against three, three different, three of my decks last night. And it's one of those. If it hits its pieces, it's fire. But if it misses a piece on one turn, it just falls apart. Then he switched to red and proceeded to uh, kick my butt two matches in a row because uh, red does red things. Well, <laughs> and Crimson Blaze is a cancer card. This is coming like from your Blaze. local Bloom Lord player. <laughs> you don't like Death X and Crimson Blaze? Old Bloom Daddy doesn't like them? Speaking of Death X, uh, someone got to play Death X on me today. Yep. The first time I have ever played Death X, I played it on Haggy. When he was doing his his trial trial deck, I dropped Death X on him. That's the first time I've ever played Death X. <laughs> Tabal said, "Don't mention that demon." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, playing Death X today only kind of reiterated my feelings that Death X needs to get gone. Cards cards like Crimson Blaze need to exist. Like every card game has board wipes. That's that's a fact of card game. But Death X is a lot more than just a board wipe. It's a board wipe. It's a level 7, 15 KDP body. It's continuous removal as long as it's on the field. And it punishes you for having, like, for going wide. It punishes you extremely hard for going wide because you can spend all this memory building up your board and then Death X can come along and remove that potentially for free. I mean, minus the fact that they have to spend a card to do it. But that's the case with any board wipe. At least with board wipes like Crimson Blaze, there are limitations. So it's only 6k DP, so if you have stuff that's above that, then you're A bunch you're okay. of EOS mods? Yeah, a Rip. bunch of EOS mods. <laughs> Rip to the poor EOS mods. Um, even even Jessmon can get around it if you don't play Crimson Blaze early enough. Because Jessmon has ways of boosting the DP of the sister mon, and they can easily get over 7k or over 6k, so that uh, Crimson Blaze doesn't blow them up anymore. When you're on Digimon IO and you don't know how to spell or even begin to type in the BTTN 101 yellow option card, the Lonka Adistacto, so you just type Pulse Mon because it has Pulse Mon in its text. I mean, it works. <laughs> so I was like, how am I ever going to find that card? I was like, oh, it's got Pulsemon in the text. Dude. Perfect. I had somebody in the live ask, uh, it's Dalindow? Dalindow? Uh, he uh, asked if there were 
any cards that are on the restricted list currently that we think should be reevaluated? Oh, that's a good question. Hmm. HPD. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Of course, of course, you think hidden power, <laughs> hidden potential should be reevaluated. Whatever, man, it can stay. I'll play Smash Potatoes, okay? Just saying, I have other options, therefore, it shouldn't be limited. I, I can't even say, say it. I can't even say it with a straight face. Smash Potatoes is definitely not as good as HPD, but I mean, it's definitely useful. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I know I'd have to look, but yeah, I'm sure there's some things at this point in time could come back. Uh, so we've got Argomon and Hidden Potential Discovered, Oswall and Reinforcing Memory Boost, Savior Huckmon, specifically BT6 Savior Huckmon. Yeah, BT6. There's the list. I don't know why I didn't like that originally. With all the discard effects that have been coming out, Osmond, there's no chance. Like, let me just keep playing scatter modes and get through my entire deck. I don't know if any of these cards could potentially be reevaluated right now. Because they're all really strong. This is an old list. Oh, there we go. You don't think Tommy could come back? Or Jet Sylphie? No, probably not. I feel like if Jet Sylphie comes back, it's going to get made mode hit. <laughs> so it's like, I'd rather Jet Sylphie stay dead. Yeah. Continue to yep. be gone. It can die for the sins of yellow. Made mode don't need to pay that sacrifice. So I wasn't around to play during the time that BT5 was new. Why was Mega Digimon Fusion banned? Like, what, what kind of hacks are we talking about here? Because overall... It seems kind of in the same boat as HPD, except with HPD, you get to keep your Digimon at the end of the turn. With this, you don't. What was the busted play with that? I mean, I'm sure there was one. Otherwise, they wouldn't have made it a completely banned card. It's the only completely banned card. Yeah, so it says here on the website, it was uh, BT7112. Susanumon is a level 7 Digimon that can Digivolve from a Tamer, allowing you to use this card to Digivolve for free without the need for level 6 Digimon, speeding up the metagame and restricting viable decks in the format. As such, we've decided to ban this card. Many games end in the early or mid-game simply by using this card to Digivolve into a finisher, so we believe simply restricting this card will not be enough to fix the issue. For this reason, we've chosen to ban this card instead of restricting it. So Mega Digimon Fusion was banned because of Susano. Yep. I think that was another... That doesn't make sense, though, because 
you have to digivolve from level six to seven for Mega Digimon to work. So, are they saying that you would? I don't. Yeah, that don't make sense because I don't. It got hit before Susanoo came out, unless it was just a Japanese. Oh yeah, no, it just says I gave it on this other website where it's a article on it. It says Mega Digimon Fusion has been banned because when it's combined with Susanumon card releasing in the next adventure set, it allows you to play the powerful card by skipping the level six Digimon. That, that makes doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. What's the text on Susanumon? Um, by placing ten tamer cards. Oh, he's a level six. No, he's a level six. Oh, he's, he's level seven. It's his text. It says you may digivolve this card from your hand onto one of your tamers, as if the tamer is a level six Digimon. Oh, so yep. the tamer, the tamer is considered level six. Therefore, MDF works. Gotcha. So you can go into Susanamon for free. And... Yeah, it is. But you can basically do that like as early as turn two. Delete an opponent's Digimon and security attack plus two. That is rip that. That's insane. Yeah, that's pretty bananas. Talk about it's, hybrid for game. Uh, Tabal said that he heard that Miko mode might get the restriction hammer. Hey, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Hold up. Do they just not want yellow to be good? <laughs> is 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 that what's going on here? Like they limit sunrise. Honestly, like and this isn't <laughs> me saying this. Selfie. This isn't me saying this as a green player, but just by looking at the list, like honestly, I think the only thing that could come back and I don't really I don't know. I want to say Argomon. <laughs> Because it was banned when the game was still kind of new. Green was super fast with Digisorption, plus Hidden Potential discovered. I feel like if they left Hidden Potential, Argomon could potentially come back. I don't think Argomon would bust Bloomlord, just because we have other Digisorption cards now. Like The only thing we're doing now is we're playing Blossomon instead of Argomon, and then the new... Cherrymon is a Digisorption target. Which, granted, the new Cherrymon doesn't play itself for free, but you're getting a one Digivolution drop. So, like, I don't know. Okay, that's that's what I was about to ask. Does Green have a level five that can Digisorb itself for free? Uh, Blossomon. It's Digisorption three. Digivolution cost three. Okay. So right now we play the one Argomon, four Blossomon, and I think my Bloomlord deck is currently playing three Cherrymons. And you're not just going to throw more level fives in the deck. You're going to drop some of those level fives for Argomon, and I don't know, like I value I value Cherrymon too much. No. Like I I'd probably I actually, drop. I actually don't think that you would because Argomon is not in the archetype. Like he's a mutant. He's not a, a oh yeah. Or a fairy. Yeah, but the, the he's just the bridge, the free level five Digivolution to get you to your level sixes. 
fast as possible. He could do that, that's for sure. Yeah. Because I play the one of, and Digi's Orphan suspends, therefore it plays into the archetype by giving you a suspension tool. Because you want True. as much as your stuff suspended as possible. True. And you, and you want it suspended as safe as possible. So if I can suspend it myself without having to, like, attack. Because if you get all your stuff suspended, Bloom Lord's going to do all the work. Yeah, right into people's faces. Felt that a couple times when we were testing. <clears throat> Welcome back. On a scale of 1 to 10, how bad do I sound? You sound one perfect. Oh, okay, good. It's got a little crackiness to it, but sounds good. You got, you got a little bit of crackliness. I'd say you're probably at like a 7 out of 10. Oh, okay. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. A little bit of crackliness. All right, I'll take it. Uh, I'm on my phone is why I was asking. Okay. Walt says that. What? Uh, black is the only safe color in Digimon. So far. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> with the man hammer. Uh, I mean... Dor Dor uh, Doramon. Yeah, I think they Dora Greymon, Alphamon got hit. Yeah, he, he got he got restricted. Who got restricted? Dora Greymon. Somebody oh, said yeah. that somebody said that Black was was safe from the ban list, but Dora Greymon's. Yeah, my boy, he got hit. Does Purple have anything on the restricted list? I don't think that they do. Yeah. Oh, you're in the darkness and Osmon. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about Osmon. <laughs> because purple is degenerate. Right. So, the, so they ban the degenerate enablers. <laughs> Osmon's still great, though. Yeah, even as yeah, a yeah. one of Osmon's Yeah, still. even as a one of it. Sorry, Osmon, you are too too strong. You're too good for That's this. That's it. You know, like, and the, and the the problem is, like, I don't like the problem is Eismon is too strong. I, my, the problem is the scatter mode is too strong. Yes. Because yeah. all your advantage oh, oh. is coming from the scatter mode. It's just Osmon made the scatter mode just so much more value. Oh, show. Uh, I think that's one of the options, or one of the levels they're going to run for um, Red, Purple, Imperial to make it, you know, get a little more trash yeah. recursion and stuff. Yeah, like, I just recently took Scatter Mode out of my uh, Undead deck. Just because Scatter Mode just, it's just a good engine, but it's like it eventually got to the point where it itself was not an Undead or Dark Animal, so I finally dropped it. But if your deck play like it's just it's just good if your deck especially relies on the graveyard because Osmon is what draw two discard one or is it draw one discard two draw three discard draw. 
Oh, oh, graceful charity. Yeah. Straight up graceful charity. Gotcha. Yeah. It's really good. I mean, that's why, because we were talking about, I know I asked the trash master here, has good old cardboard, what you could do to make the red and purple imperial smoother, like to get those cards into your trash. And that was one of them. Gabumon was one of them. Uh, of course, Graumon. And then sure as the world, I started looking at decks today while I was at work. And I've seen a bunch of people starting to use that stuff. Yep. The Gilmon line is going to be the new purple engine. Like, it's going to be everywhere. Like the old Gilmon line was? <laughs> yep. Because you're going to be disrupting your opponent and filling your trash at the same time. Yep. Uh, which card's stronger, Scatter Mode or Tommy? Tommy. Yeah, Tommy. Just because of his ability to strip the sources, and then it's what blue naturally. I mean, purple also does trash. And yeah, Scatter Mode, being able to do that is really good. But the blue being able to stun you for so long off just the hybrids and Kori Taku combo is really brutal. Yeah. Like, Tom, like, I mean, there's plenty of blue cards that do what Tommy does. It's just how effective Tommy can do it, plus him being a tamer into all the blue hybrid stuff. Like, he just, he enables too much stuff that just says your opponent can't play the game. And unlike Yu-Gi-Oh, Bandai likes it when your opponent can play the game. Unless you're playing against Bagra Army. Well, you know. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, one second. Oh, I had to dip too. I had baby aggro. Ooh, fun, fun. But what was you about to say? Uh, Vault said, "Should did you want have a blank tutor like demonic tutor? Demonic tutor. I." I'm not for the way Digimon works is is like the mechanics right now when you put things to the bottom of the deck it is extremely game changing um, so I think having a tutor or anything that's able to search or draw from your deck at this stage in the game is uh, too too strong yeah, getting straight to your pieces with no chance of with like I really like the reveal bottom of the deck mechanic or trash. 
I'm just going to throw it out there. Um, I had a game. I was playing Dark Knight Mon X. And uh, just about every piece in Dark, Mon- in Dark Knight Mon X searches. Just straight up searches. I played the mirror match. And in- during this mirror match, I revealed Death X Mon. Put him to the bottom of my deck. And in that same game, drew and played Death X Mon. Oh, you can, I mean, you can tear through a deck. Yeah, like, yeah. like, that's just, like, that deck can just do so much searching and cycling. I literally put the card on the bottom and cycled through until that card was on the top again. Like, I mean, it can be done if you whiff certain stuff, but some decks do do it better. But yeah, if, I don't think, I don't think the game needs anything that shuffles your deck or lets you just straight up pick up and go into your deck. Yeah, I agree on that one. Definitely not at this stage in the in our life, in our early development. I've got a spicy question. What are okay. your guys' opinion on Bandai's next card game, Battle Spirits? I haven't even seen it. I was Yeah, that's out. like this game isn't even out yet, and they're already advertising like huge cash prize tournaments, like official huge cash prize tournaments. And we get that for Digimon, like exactly. Like they're making the push for Battle Spirits to be their big competitive game. So pretty much, they've dropped off DBZ, Digimon, and One Piece to build. Yeah, like- yeah, like One Piece ain't even out yet either, is it? Uh, no. We, I was playing the app today, like trying to figure out how it worked. Still didn't accomplish that. Yeah, like that's kind of because like we've already seen the lapse in quality control for Digimon, and then to see them working on another game on the side and just straight up saying, "Hey, come win money." It's just like, I don't like it. But Battle Spirits is a game that's been out in other countries for a while, and Battle Spirits has a Digimon set. Like, this game is going to be kind of like Vice Wars, as in its sets are going to be themed around, like, different animes and stuff. Oh, so it crosses over and stuff? Yeah, and there is already a Digimon set out in the countries where this game is out and has been out for a while. But they're bringing it stateside and giving it this big competitive push. Okay. This is just my two cents on that. Like we said, we done are seeing the Holy Bandai Arata book already for EX3. I don't like since COVID hit. I blame a lot of stuff on COVID, but ever since COVID hit, the way the market is pushing, it's going to crash. And I think it's going to crash within the next year or so because the way our markets work, the way we make money, we cannot afford to sustain the release level that we're getting now instead of a set every three to four months. We're getting a set every three months and then a expansion set every in between those three months. So it equals out to a set every two to three months 
none of us can afford that or i don't think i can if you yeah it's like you're just going to be i'm going to go back to when i play competitive dragon ball z i'm not going to be able to buy every set i'm just going to have to build decks i like and that's all i'm going to be able to do which is fine from a competitive standpoint but if you keep pushing all these games you prizes do get people in there but it's like america as a whole is a lot different from other countries because um japan card games really thrive like there are dozens of card games that never make it to the states and there's a lot of gotcha games that don't make it to the states there's just a lot of games that don't make it here and i think it's because our market is way more volatile and not so accepting of that stuff like if you look at a japanese uh, release set for pokemon or digimon or anything the booster boxes are smaller the packs are generally smaller um they have a lot how do i put it in terms it's uh quality over quantity and then when the products come here i feel like we push quantity over quality and we're already seeing that right now in the digimon card game yep capitalism at its finest mm -hmm. it's a two-edged sword <laughs> as i sell hundreds of dollars of cards on tcg player right now <laughs> thank you death x <laughs> i finally got all my scatter modes so I can sell my store participant ones. Yeah, I need to. Nice. I need to list mine. How much is the store participant scatter mode? Thirty uh, bucks. Yeah, like thirty bucks. Wow. Yeah, we've reached that state of the market too, where everything seems to be stabilizing. Like after putting all my alt arts and tamer box promos and you know, store champions, all that stuff, or, well, participants, um, pre-release, there's a set price. It's like a $10 range, and then you go up in rarity for alt arts, they're 20 to 30. And then as you get higher and higher, it just falls in that $30 range, and then you go up to 50, oh. and then you enter the upper echelon of a bajillion dollars. Well, rip to the scatter mode, he's going back in the deck. Uh oh. How much is he? He dropped down to seven bucks. Really? Well, Eleven uh, bucks. Dang. That's but that's not bad. Because for okay, it does suck. But it's like okay, but, instance, I mean, but, you can bling out a deck and Yes. Yes. It's cool. You want it to be like more friendly to newcomers. Speaking of blinging out a deck, I can't wait till we get these sleeves. Me neither. Uh, do we find out if that's legal? Because, okay, I know it's weird. I know the back has to not be see-through, but it doesn't say anything. Uh, it just says the card needs to be visible. And I don't think the uh, foiling will make it not visible. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, based on the, I mean, the pictures that, I've seen the uh, blue fire deck. It it looked like it was fine. Like you still see it and read it fine. Yeah, they just all look like paws. Yep, which is super cool. They had the the starful like 
uh, Yu-Gi-Oh had in the battle pack. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm like, I'm I'm excited to get them. Have you guys talked about Death X exploding? Like the price? The no. tiny tell y'all? No, I, brought... I didn't mention anything about the price of Death X. <laughs> oh boy! Oh, so, um, uh, no, it it shot, it skyrocketed while we weren't looking. Altar Death X base is over a hundred dollars, and regular Death X is around seventy. Well, you guys won't have to worry about seeing a Death X in my. <laughs> well, no, but that's what I'm saying. I don't need four, so I'm going to try to ride this hot train. You just need two. And you really don't yeah. even need Death X. I'm just going to go ahead and throw that out there. You do not have to have it. That may hurt my sales. <laughs> you don't have to have Death X. Not One of those things, like, it helps. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say that it is not a good card. It is oppressive. No. It's like, it is not a pivotal card to any strategy. It is that card that, like, if you're losing hard, it can just switch the tempo in your favor. Mm -hmm, but if sure. they have an answer for it, it doesn't help you at all. Yeah. Like, there are plenty of option cards that can get you simpler, uh, similar tempo swing. Crimson Blaze. Uh, Crimson Blaze. Uh, da -da 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 -da. The black one. Oh my god. Um, Tani's favorite. Security Bomb. Ultimate Flare? Ultimate Flare. There oh, yeah. we go. <laughs> what, is, what does Iron Fist Onslaught do? Isn't it a... It, it uh, destroys all of your opponent's Digimon with the highest DP? Yeah. So, if Death X is on the board, that's removal for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's there's lots of options. I mean, technically, Guy Force. Um, pretty much everybody has an answer besides blue. But if you're running blue in its base, it can get rid of Death X because you can. There's three different option cards: Rattlestar, Kakata's Breath, and one more that you can put a card with no Digivolution cards at the bottom of your opponent's deck. So there's an answer to it. We just have, I feel like in the Digimon community, we have a lot of uh, players that aren't as experienced with that type of stuff coming from uh, Pokemon or if they're not coming from Yu-Gi-Oh! or Magic, um, I feel like they don't understand how that stuff, like there's always ways to play around things or they would have already banned Death yes. X. Death X being oppressive sucks. But yes, he is not broken. Cough, cough. Like, look, the X4 hit that we got it's... super fast because, you know, mm -hmm. been able to take your opponent's entire security stack and draw like 12 cards in one turn is apparently busted. Who no. knew? Who knew? Who knew? See, that's why things like we don't need a tutor when there's so many cards out there like, um, I heard you guys earlier while I was watching the TikTok mention for Jellymon, RIP Fun Deck, but Jelly Force. Like, like uh, I said, like when it like like my Dragon Deck when it hits its pieces, it goes off. But if you miss one turn of tempo, mm -hmm. 
you're just playing catch up the rest of the game. It what what is sad about Jellymon until there's another piece because you rely too much on Jellymon and it's limited on cards. You just have one line. So you have eight rookies, four champions, and then um four ultimates in your deck. That's it. So her line ends. So it's not like Greymon or Gobumon or well pretty much anybody else. It's not as expanded on as that. Ooh, I forgot. So remember how we was talking about the case thing? So I was looking at trying to pre-order a case already. Yeah. And uh, well, I didn't know this, and this slipped by me. I was looking on the Bandai website that in BT11 is when we're going to start getting full versions of common and uncommons, which is really cool. Nice. I don't know. That was just neat to me. Wait, what is it? In uh, BT11, you know how Pokemon uh, has commons and uncommons that are like um, shiny or uh, they're foil? We're going to get those in BT11. Ooh, in the places of the rares and the supers? I don't know how that's officially going to work because, you know, we have but I would say so. I would say instead of getting a rare now, you'll be able to get a hollow foil. You'll still have the two hits in the back because that seems to be the mechanic that all card games do. But um, you'll have your hits in the back, and yeah, you'll have a chance to hit commons and uncommons that are foil, and then the new gold cards, of course. And now begins the descent into even more capitalism and increased cost prices on the rares and uh such oh yeah for sure because now you can bling out a deck even more because you won't have to get a pre-release you'll be able to bling out every card in your deck foil so it'll be like magic or you know you can bling out your whole deck now can you order those cases from the bandai website uh, no, Bandai, like most places, uh, it just tells you what's coming out. I don't even think they can tell you where to order them. Uh, but no, nobody would let you buy a case. I can pre-order up to like two to three boxes at most of the places I buy cards from, but they won't let me get 12 boxes. They're like, we're terribly sorry. We don't know how much product we're going to get because, you know, that's just the way it is with Bandai. Yeah. I can uh, drop the ball at any yeah. moment. Yeah, because it's been good, and it's only been a couple days late, but that could change with BT11, especially I feel like adding all this new stuff, it's kind of making it a pinnacle set in a way. Like it's going to be one that's sought after again. Uh, we haven't really ha – I don't think we've had a set like that whereas like in pokemon and stuff um or magic there's like oh this is the set you gotta grab and it sells off like evolving skies or um i'm trying to think a good magic one um why did my mind go blank it was two sets ago it wasn't unify it was the uh 
started with a K, Tani. Um, Kamigawa, Neon yeah. Dynasty. That one was really tough to get once it started going. So, yeah, some of that one. I like the the lands in there. Indeed. I didn't get drafted at all, but the lands were cool. The lands were very cool in that set. I didn't oh, get to yeah. draft it either, but I did buy a box of Neon Dynasty. And now I'm regretting it because I'm probably going to end up selling off my Magic collection. I don't have... I've been slowly selling all my more valuable pieces, but I'm considering bulking the rest, yeah. The the truth is, I think I need the money to continue my Digimon habits. And by, <laughs> and by continue my Digimon habits, I mean bury myself deeper in Digimon cards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can buy... <laughs> Mm -hmm. You can get a case of uh, EX3 currently. Oh, yeah, you can. Well, hey, the, problem, the, the only the thing I want out of EX3 right now is XML. That's the only thing that I need from EX3. I have literally everything else that I need. Yeah, well, the problem isn't purchasing the case. The problem is pre-ordering the case because yeah. shops don't know their allotted shipment and if it will arrive on time. So they don't want to promise product they can't deliver. Listen, I'll go ahead and tell you right now, Bandai has done had an issue, and this is the way all small sets work, like Pokemon Go, EX1 and Digimon, EX2. I can go buy a case of EX1 for like 300 bucks. 12 boxes. It's a very small set. So um, that's also what's going to be bad because I haven't met many Digimon collectors because I'm on the competitive side of it. So in the Pokemon world, being a collector, you know, ripping those packs, making content, the dopamine rush, uh, smaller sets. Well, granted, the pulls are generally just as hard. Um, they're only 80 cards. Digimon adding, like I said, adding the foils of other stuff will expand the set by 40, 45 cards. So now we're getting to the point to where BT11 and BT12 will probably be upwards of, instead of like 105 or 120, we're going to start getting into 150, 160 range. So pull rates will be even more scarce because now you're going to have your rares and your super rare slots being taken up by commons and uncommons. Maybe. I don't know that for a fact. That's just by going off other card games. Just started Digimon, but I think BT10 has been superior uh, to all the others, to anything else. Uh, 10 was a good set. As much as we hated on it. I mean... Yeah. yeah. It's not, that, it's not Alpha One, so. Here's my thing. To me, though, my favorite time to play was Battle for Omni. That was my favoritest time to play. Omnimon Zord Defeat, um, Zort, you know, Omnimon Zort. All the, it, was, it was a fun time to play the game. I really loved that. So, I don't know. BD10 brought a lot of good decks, and I think 
like the thing of like BT10, like a lot of people seeing BT10 as like a great set is because BT10 signaled the end of the BT9 meta. Mm-hmm. For sure. Granted, there are just as explosive decks in 10. It's just 9 was just awful. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, the BT the BT9 meta isn't necessarily gone. It's just now there's some variance because it's not just X-Antibody decks at the top. Yeah, like it is. Well, like War Grey X, it's a good deck. But, you know, like I said, it didn't... Well, I said it thought around, I didn't say it to anybody but you guys, but it didn't do well because it wasn't as strong as the other decks. But now in BT10 and BT11, um, it's doing pretty good because the men is a lot more diverse. Like, yeah, it's not in the tier one range, but, you know, like I said, I like seeing it in that 2% range of decks brought and it doing pretty good, you know, getting top 16s and as far as the the recent tops are concerned the only tier one deck is Gaiomon at 25 percent and everything everything else is in single digit percentages i think the highest one other than Gaiomon was like seven percent of tops so i I think we're on that too because you know land destruction and magic is considered super toxic just awful but it's a thing and are we going to consider tamer destruction to be super toxic i mean if if it gets if it gets the point because we've always been able to play tamers kind of fast so this is the first deck i feel like down one's like the knee-jerk reaction to oh i can shut you down with uh megadramon and uh black war gray and like look at this it's just something different. We haven't faced it, and it's a good deck. Like it's a fun deck. Like it's a good controlly deck. And with Gaumon, you can swing for big checks and stuff. Well, not big checks, but just consistent checks and hit stuff. And you can swing for consistent checks, reboot, and then that black BT8 Graymon gives you blocker. So yeah, it's just a solid deck. It is. So I mean, I think. Yeah, it's just good. I just uh, tagged you in. Uh, speaking of uh, Wargrave on X, it got 13 in the November Ultimate Cup. Hey, look at that, baby. Hitting that top 16. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. I love that. The, I've not watched the profile, but yeah. But see, that's what's... You know, we're getting there. We're going into our third year, you know, if we get 20 or 30 sets in to Digimon, we're going to look back at these times just like we do Puppetmon or anything else and be like, we were just playing with starter decks. How did this even work? These are terrible cards. Or um, if they do normal Bandai things, cards that we think stink will start coming back. And you'll start using them more. People will start looking at older option cards. They're like, oh, well, this is good. Just because of memory choking or what. We'll just evolve as a community and as a game. And that's just great that we're starting to do that. You know, Podmon used to be best deck. 
And that mm-hmm. was hard playing a freaking 12 cost. Shine Greymon with cancer. <laughs> yeah. Shine Greymon with 14 tamers. <laughs> Good old Shine Gray. God, Shine Gray. Like, I just, I just, just wait till Shine Greymon gets that tamer that punches you in the face. Oh man, I'm waiting. I got all my Rise Greymons, all my Rise Greymon X's, all my Shine Grays. I'm ready to go. I'm maybe I'm a secretly like, um, because when I was going to sell my cards, I was like, I could sell these, but I'm like, how did I end up with all these amazing yellow and green alternate art cards? Like I could bling out a yellow deck that would make a Sakuyamon player drool, and I'm like, I don't play yellow. Yeah, uh, as uh, me, I don't play purple, and I generally don't play a lot of blue, and I that's 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 what I pull, blue and purple. I'm okay with that. <laughs> we'll just keep it. Okay, wait, who's pulling red? Sadly, the only other person that pulls red is the other red player. <laughs> yeah. Come on, guys! If you just step up. Lots of blue flare hop. Mm-hmm. Good deck. Uh, it's really good deck. Especially now that they're adding the Gabubon engine, I think it makes it even better. Sounds weird, but I think slapping Gabubon in anything makes, makes it better. Oh, wait, before before BT10 even dropped, I forget who it was I was talking with, but it was one of you guys. So we talked about um, blue flare using Gabubon. It might have been well, it had to be me or Jordan. I mean, me because I was building um, Gabubon hybrid. Um, and then it was like, oh, this would be great to slap in for a high end of Blue Flare. Well, those bonds. Blue Flare does need a, a copy at the moment. And some people ran Magnumon X, but I don't think that really worked. Like, Magnamon specifies that, game. that it, well, Magnamon specifies that it has to have uh, armor form in its traits. None of the Digimon in Blue Flare have armor form in their traits. Now, the, the Decker Greymon has armor purge as an ability, but he doesn't have armor form in his traits. So, if you're going to run Magnamon X, you have to have the X antibody option in there. To even get Magnamon yeah. X to do all his stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, people were running two copies, but I will say this: playing uh, Dex Duro Gray and Ward Gray X, you need more than two copies of X Antibody if your top end super relies off X Antibody, and neither War Gray nor Dex Duro really need X antibody. They really just rely on that cool boy, especially Alphamon and Dextoral Greymon. Yeah. But um yeah. You need to see two ratios are super important. I think two is just sometimes two hit or miss. Yeah. Uh we also get Z Greymon in BT eleven. I just linked it in chat. It's the level six for blue flare. Mm-hmm. We get Z Greymon, 
Metal Greymon Cyber Launcher, which I don't really know if we if the deck will play Cyber Launcher, because you would have to play Cyber Dramon. Um, and then there's Shoutmon DX. But with Shoutmon DX, you have to play the Omni Shout and the Z Greymon, so you'd have to do like a Blue Frere Cross Hybrid deck. So Cyber Dramon isn't in the Blue Flare deck? There is a Blue Flare Cyber Dramon, but yes. like Beelzemon and Kroos, it doesn't see uh, okay. the play. But right now, there's no Kroos for Cyber Dramon because we don't have Cyber Launcher yet, but I don't know if the deck will play Cyber Launcher. I don't know if Cyber Launcher is good enough for the deck to have to play another level 5. Kind of like so here's uh, here's what, here's what and... the current blue flare cyber Dramon does. Um, card effect hand main. If you have a Digimon with blue flare and its traits in play, by paying three memory, place this card under that Digimon as its bottom Digivolution card. Then unsuspend that Digimon. And the inheritable Ooh. is all turns while your opponent has two or more Digimon in play, this Digimon gets a thousand. Hold, hold up, one second. Is this the first card that can be activated in your hand like that? I don't think so, but maybe. I can't say that I've ever seen that hand. Um, option. Oh, it... Uh... Wait, what card are we looking at? Cyber Dramon BT10. Oh, I was looking at Cyber Launcher still. Sorry, guys. No, you're good. I do not believe that I've ever seen any card with the hand effect. Because... It doesn't say... It just says if it's in your hand. Yeah. So in theory, could you not use that on your opponent's turn too? Because it's in your hand. Do you have to? Oh. Have no, because it says hand. It says hand main. Mm. Or wait, does that just mean the main effect? The main effect. It may. It may mean don't have phases. No, it does. It does. There's um. There's a yeah. draw no. phase, unsuspend phase, uh, breeding slash hatching. I guess that's called. I guess that's called breeding phase. And then yeah. Main, and then main phase, because you have to do your breeding and hatching before you do your main phase stuff. So there that's are why phases. you have to promote. And if you did, you you get what I'm saying. Like that's why that. So if you did evolve on top of your, yeah. Or that's why you have to promote. You either hatch or promote in the breeding phase. And then it goes to your main. <laughs> Fun time to insert this. If you want to learn how to play the Digimon TCG, Bandai does have a very generic app. That's slightly boring, but it teaches you how to play. Yeah, with those $70 structure decks. 
<laughs> they, they were only $15 at the time. <laughs> Do you want to learn how to play Digimon with this $80 structure deck that's not even good? Man, that's kind of cool. I mean, no. Like, I I haven't got to play Yu-Gi-Oh! a ton since, you know, back in the day when, you know, uh, Dark Magician, you just played and beat each other's face. Uh, but I guess we're referring to that might be the first hand trap type mechanic. Yeah. Like, we got to get there. And I don't blame or fault any card game from or any game period taking something that is decent or good. I won't say that hand traps are necessarily loved, but a mechanic that works to add interest into your game. And it also draws in other players because I'm pretty sure we haven't found them because we see a lot of love for the Digimon community because we love Digimon and those people love us. Um, but there's probably somebody out there that doesn't like Digimon for its play style and Bandai adding stuff like that eventually will allow that to be, you know, it just opens up the door for more players and their play styles. No matter how cancerous it may be. Kind of like Bagger Army leaving you at one memory. Well, no, that's it. always been a cool strategy. I mean, memory choking has always been a super cool thing to do because that's what drew me in when you was first explaining in the back of Walmart. <laughs> I was like, memory gauge? What? You can just play stuff? There's no lands? There's no energies? And it's like, no, you just play off this memory gauge and like, it's a give and take. And I was like, that's super cool. So memory choking to me has always been super fun. That's why you run certain Greymons or certain Agumons because they may not be great, but the play cost or the Digivolution cost can really turn a tide of a game, giving your opponent one memory. For uh, context, this wasn't a uh, behind the Walmart drug deal gone Digimon uh, enthusiast. <laughs> Yeah, uh, one of these guys works for Walmart, and the other guy is a vendor for Walmart. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> Behind yeah. the Walmart, you started dropping Digimon knowledge on me. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Listen, I'm a I'm an old man, so like I have to be censored. I need a short leash. <laughs> sorry. No, I'm no. like the I'm like those goosebumps books where you could pick your next page and you could go all over the book. That's me. That's how my brain works. I don't explain stuff very well all the time. God, a box of BT one is going for hundred and twenty dollars. That's actually not bad. <laughs> I mean, that's not awful. Just because you're a silk character. New, yeah, most new sets are eighty. Mm -hmm. So I mean, we're brain. not. We're not too far from that, but. Yeah, unless you're just a sealed collector, anything from like BT1, I just buy singles. Yeah. Like some of that sure. stuff's pricey, but it's like, if you buy a box, you're not going to pull everything you need. Just buy what you need. Yeah, yeah. That's especially, why I'm calling... especially if you're chasing tamers, because. Oh, for sure. 
like just just buy your TKs, buy your Mimis. Like it's a they're like thirteen dollar cards. Yeah, yeah, they're like ten, thirteen dollars a piece. Just it's a one time investment. Just get what you need and just know you're gonna have it for the rest of your Digimon career instead of like, but I could pull it from this box. Yeah. The if I had I'm, I don't know if this has been a question, but this is a good question. Um what what investments would I make? And I'm definitely playing off what Jordan just said. Buy your old school tamers, your uh memory tamer red ties, even your basically any old school tamers, your Mimis, your TKs, those, your Davises. Um to be fair, they're only gonna go up unless mm -hmm. they show up in the reprint set. Because they're not printing any more BT1. So what's out mm -hmm. there is out there. Especially like sealed. Like if you are a sealed collector, buy your box now while it's 120. Don't wait. But if you're a player and you want these cards, you think you may need these cards, you can hold out for the reprint set and hope they show up there. And they very well may. Or you could drop $40 for your play set now and know you have it. Yeah. I, I agree with that wholeheartedly because once again, coming from Dragon, an extra Dragon Ball Super guy, um, cracking open that original box of Tournament of Power and then seeing it selling for $1,600 right now is like, oh, man. Yeah, Wish like, I would have bought more boxes. Yeah, like my next paycheck, I'm probably buying my play set of TKs just because I, I have four or five different yellow decks and they all could benefit from having TK. So it's just like, I just need to get them. Mm -hmm. Not, and when he's talking about TK, uh, there's two, not the one that just got reprinted in the, yeah, not the, not the, not the ST3. Uh, uh, yeah, the BT one, the memory tamer lets me pick up my security. Any memory tamer you should pick up. Let's just go ahead and put it that way. I will, I will say this too. Go ahead and pick up your Diaboramon stuff while everything's kind of around the $10 range again. I think that's a good investment because Diaboramon, even though it's not a meta deck, if you just want to play with friends, Diaboramon is a super fun deck just to play. And it's iconic. You know, him being a villain, he'll always be around. Uh, Bandai will always show him love because he's a big Digimon villain. That a lot, a lot more than just the baseline people, or like everybody knows. Yeah. I mean, dear lord, that that was one of the best movies of my childhood. Was the original wow. Digimon movie? You know, I'm going to say same. And you know, as a quote unquote grown person now. I look back at that movie and then like you read all the stuff they had to cut. That was three separate movies that uh oh god it was uh Saban. Saban owned Digimon in the States. Yes. They took three different movies, chopped the ever loving shit out of them and mashed them together. Like, uh, that is the biggest train wreck that it could have been, yet it is one of the fondest childhood memories I have. Yep, 
was the Digimon movie. Like, oh my god, I couldn't have been more excited. I probably played that VHS tape, showing my age. Played my VHS tape, like, way more than that VHS tape should have ever been played. Like, that movie was on constantly. I mean, oh, we were we recorded it on a VHS tape when it uh, finally uh, aired on TV, and I was like, oh my god, Bare Naked Ladies was in it and all that stuff. I was like, what? It's in America. Yeah. Um, uh, but they wanted it to be like Digimon Try. Like, it was supposed to be, you know, multiple movies. Uh, and for anyone who was a fan of the Digimon movie, especially the... Uh, uh, each each separate movie had its own name, but I can't remember it. But Our War Game, the one that was Matt and Ty, Geoborimon. If specifically that was your favorite part of the movie, I highly recommend you watch the movie Summer Wars. It is made by the same person who wrote that one. Similar storyline, similar art style. This is the movie he wanted it to be. And if you like Digimon and you like our war game, you will love this movie. <laughs> Crash and burn, baby. Control to all delete. Listen, so I didn't tell Tiny about this. We were talking about the caffeine thing the other day, or last podcast, honey. Yeah. Uh, came to the realization uh, through TikTok, Shay saw that the water packet thingies that I use, uh, they have 120 milligrams of caffeine in each one. <laughs> Energy packets. Yeah, and I, I had never, you know, paid attention to it, but they tasted really good, so I drank them all the time. I was drinking like 9 and 10 a day. Yeah, not uh, not good for you. No, so today <laughs> I only had like three of them, so I didn't, you know, tear down a wall. <laughs> I'm sure you'll, I'm sure you'll feel it. Even just reducing it that much, you'll feel it. Oh, I'm already feeling it. Feeling He's it. ready feel to like crash. Like you want to lay down. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I understand. I really do. I understand how it is. Like I said, for the first couple of weeks after I quit drinking tea, cold turkey. Yeah, I don't know how you went cold turkey, man. Like you are the lack the lack of caffeine for the first couple of weeks. Like the immediate, it took about two or three days before it really hit me. But I got a killer migraine, and that migraine was on and off for the next few days once it started. But when it finally wore off. I still felt low energy for like another week after that before I, I started feeling normal again. But I felt so much better. I was also hydrated, you know, all the time instead of being dehydrated all the time, which makes a huge that's, difference. That's my biggest problem is uh, staying hydrated. Drink your water. Yeah, I basically only drink water now. Very rarely anything else. This is a security check telling you, boys and girls, to drink your water. Oh, Stay can hydrated. And I'll list this as a health podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tiny's on his health journey. I actually, sad part, speaking of health, I just crossed the 300 pound threshold again. And I was like, nope, I weighed 301. 
and I've cut back on everything for the last probably five or six days. And it's like, I'm down to like 294. And that's just from cutting back on my sodas and energy drinks. Keep, keep it uh, yeah. going. Keep it yeah. going, man. It, it's hard, but keep it going. You'll thank yourself later. Oh, for sure. When, when I'm, when I live past uh, 50. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I will. Dude, same. That's that's me. Like I've I've lived horribly for the past ten plus years. No, longer than that. More like fifteen years. Because whenever I was in college, dude, almost every night we would take a walk to Walmart, and I would grab one of those huge sandwiches from the deli. Yeah. And, and and a couple of two liters and i would drink at least one two liter a night and some nights if we were uh, like up all night on the weekends gaming i would drink two two liters in a night of fucking knockoff mountain dew <sighs> so I, I, made, I made some terrible choices yeah so if there's, anybody, if there's anybody out there that wants to sponsor us with uh something cool that's healthy (laughs) we're your guys we need it (laughs) people people coming in here looking for a digimon talk and they're hearing health talk they're like leave immediately (laughs) hey that's always been let me let me pick up my cards Do we have a question, question of the, for this week? I know we kind of had to rush through this, but mm-hmm. I personally, I like the restricted question. I did. I I do think that was a really good question, but we kind of already talked about. It. I mean, we talked about our our speculations, and I I do I do kind of agree with. Uh, with Jordan, that Argomon is probably the only one who could really be reevaluated right now because there are other Digimon that do basically the same thing already. And someone, someone could just come out of the ballpark and tell me why Argomon can't come back, and I would probably agree with you. But and I, I play Bloom Lord. I'm not gonna say I'm the best Bloom Lord player because I am not, but I play Bloom Lord, and it's like it done does good. I like, don't think there's, there's other but... Yeah, like there's other Digisorption options. It's like I don't think given us one, one more. Already does the thing, so. Yeah, like I think Argomon has better stats and is it Argomon's inheritable? I don't think Argomon's inheritable would do anything either. It lets you play a level three for free. Yeah. Whenever you attack. I mean that's what Bloom Lord does anyway. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> Bloom Lord already does that in spades, so it doesn't change anything about Bloom Lord. No nah, man, Mega Digimon Fusion needs to come off the ban list. Let's do it. Okay, yeah, you weren't you like weren't they... here for that discussion. We <laughs> yeah. talked about that. So <laughs> I didn't I wasn't around whenever it got banned, so I didn't know why it was banned. And oh, it these, needs to be banned. These guys looked it up and they were like, Yeah, Mega Digimon Fusion into Susanumon just ends games on turn yep. two. Yes. Uh so yes. I feel like that's not a problem with the individual, like, that's not a problem with Mega Digimon Fusion uh, necessarily. That's a problem with the way Susanumon is worded. 
and they need they could they could easily like errata Susanumon, and Mega Digimon Fusion suddenly wouldn't need to be banned anymore because it's basically just a white H HPD. Hmm. Yeah. That's true. But yeah. man, Susanumon's so cool. Freaking love him. <laughs> he he is good, and I'm not saying that he needs to be nerfed. I'm just saying they need to change the wording with an errata in such a way that um Mega Digimon Fusion can no longer work with Susano. If they did that, then there wouldn't be any problem. Well, theoretically there wouldn't be any problem. There may be another card that has come out since then that Mega Digimon Fusion would still be absolutely hacks with. Hmm. No, I'm going to leave it banned because <laughs> I'm just going to leave the, that in the grave. The other thing is that Mega Digimon Fusion is white. Yeah. And the only time you really see white tamers right now is in X Anybody decks. At least as far oh, as the meta is concerned. You only oh, really boy, see. Oh, boy, an analog youth. And then. <clears throat> so when the, when the card came out, it was. You know, Battle of Omni, you had Nokia and uh, Takumi. Takumi, you know, they were white tamers. You had the white Matt and uh, Tai tamer. So it's like the card was designed for Omnimon. And then Susanu Guan comes out and it's like, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Susanu Mon came out two sets later and was like, I'm here for your lunch money. <laughs> Like it. you don't even gotta play a hybrid deck. You just build your whatever deck with Takumi and uh all that jazz, and then you just like, hey, cool. Do 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 the Mega thing. Digi Mega Digimon <laughs> Fusion with Susanimon. Wow. Like, do do the thing. Yeah. Uh what's a good question? Maybe maybe we skipped a question this week? Since this was a question episode, kind of. Maybe. Yeah. Did you I all mean, answer? Did anyone uh, did anyone answer the last question? I wasn't here for that. Oh, you mean the question from last week? Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. Did we uh, have any answers? I, I screenshotted it and sent it in the group. I saw it. Uh, it was the one that answered it, but didn't find it here. Are you talking about the one where he was like, yeah, it'll be Blue Flare? Uh, I don't know, this one's from Jordan Salty Store Camp. Uh, Duke, who's actually, well, no, he's not in here. He wasn't alive. Duke, yeah, he was. Uh, said he's not playing it yet, but he's still looking for, or he's all for Gallantmon. A gallant mon. Archetype. Hey, there was a that was just a uh, announcement. It's not a new card. It's an alt art. Mm -hmm. I bet, bet it just that just tickled your willy, didn't it, Mikey? Yes, it did. That's a beautiful card. It's the moment. <laughs> now we need an alt art of uh, Magna Guru Ramon. That is this image. But, you know, from Magna Gururumon's perspective, with uh, Kaiser Greymon in the background. And it'll be sweet. But, I mean, that's all I've got for this episode. 
That was pretty pretty slow week. And Digimon news, nothing. Not having not having locals this week was also disappointing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm uh, one of the regulars. Haven't been showing up. I wonder if everything well, is good in the Digimon hood. The the issue with our locals is that most of the Digimon players are not exclusively Digimon players, and True. so any any time there's a big event in one of the other card games going on that weekend, they're they're almost always gonna go to that as well. Yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! Regionals this week probably claimed half of our locals' player base. Yep. I swear, Michelle commented on my TikTok video about me not playing Tyrannomon. And she yeah. said, to be honest, probably not really. Haha. <laughs> Psych. Well, yeah, we're gonna end it. <laughs> pretty, pretty uh, lackluster ending this week, guys. I apologize. <laughs> we're all just kind of. <laughs> it's been a week for all of us, I guess. We have got a lot of playtesting in, though, and uh, I think a good video or a good topic for next week episode would be uh, maybe a newer one for newbies is how to build the deck. Or the thought process in building a deck, maybe? Since we've talked about archetypes now, maybe going into color play styles and maybe how you should go about building a deck. Because I have seen a lot of weird jank on the TN group and the Digimon, the big Digimon Discord on Facebook that's kind of like, they got a good groundwork, but then it somewhere goes really awry. And it's like, well, this is why that doesn't work, you know, and maybe teach guys how things synergize better or stuff like that. Just a, a beginner's guide, maybe. Ooh, so we're going to take the next episode back to the beginning? Yeah, and how you should build a deck. All right. Uh, I'll take that. God. In, insert, insert Wendigo Mon back to the beginning. <laughs> Alright, Tiny, you wanna exit this? Yep, it is about that time. Alright. Well this has been episode six of the Digimon TCG Security Check Podcast. Thank you for listening. Have a good evening. We'll catch you next.